0: and welcome back to the show everyone this episode is part of a new collaborative series with fellow boston music reviewer odin's tv and is available to watch on youtube the link is going to be in the description subscribe to our youtube page for more video content and follow us on instagram at turntable teachers or our website at www.turntableteachers.com to keep up with all the latest of our show thanks for tuning in and enjoy today's episode
1: turn turn
0: to the turn 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 with turn 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 Another turntable teachers review with our good friend Odins, and he is joining the show today. Odins,
1: how are you, man? Doing great. Doing great. Quarantine's going well. Just been chilling, working, working out, I should say. Haven't been at work. You know how it is. Oh, I hear. Um, yeah, just like relaxing, reading, Odins yeah. TV, the good stuff. Of course.
0: Yeah, we're just been plugging away turntable teachers stuff over Yes.
1: Here. I know you've been grinding big time on your own Oh, Yeah. So, What have you been reading, man? Um, I've been reading, all right, this might sound weird, but I've been reading, like, spiritual books, like, books about celibacy and stuff like that, and, um, like, sexual transmutation, stuff like that, so it's, like, completely different stuff that, like, I wouldn't typically read on my regular time, but I think um, it's important because just given my spiritual background, these are things that I should be doing anyway, but it's good to get some, like, different perspectives and stuff like that. So,
0: Cool. Yeah. I like it. Well, I guess that kind of is a great segue into the album we're going to review today.
1: Yes. So,
0: yeah, so we are about to review Jesus is King by Kanye West. I know you've had a chance to talk about this on your channel, and mm-hmm. we have not yet, though, on ours. So this is really great that we're going to be able to do this today. And uh, this is actually the first of, I think we got like four albums we got to do. So really like a four part series that Odin's and myself, we're going to be bringing you guys some album reviews for uh, for the next month or so. So I, I Uh but we're going to start today with Jesus is King. Oh yes. It is Kanye's latest project uh, that he dropped in 2019. I believe it was October. October,
1: 2019.
0: Yep. 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 And uh, the new, so 3.3 billionaire by Forbes, not billionaire. Cause he was, he was mad. Don't call him a billionaire. He's a, he's a multi-billionaire. He's a
1: multi-billionaire. Okay. I respect it. I respect it. Did you see that on, uh, like Instagram and Twitter? And stuff? No, I just saw that he was a billionaire. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was 3.3 though.
0: Well, I guess, so he was. I guess it was funny, like that's initially the report that came out. And then I guess later on down the line, there was another report that said he like called Forbes up and he was like, it's 3.3 billion, by the way.
1: Wow, that is, that's typical Kanye right there, which I can definitely appreciate. I can appreciate that. He's honest. He's a 3.3 billionaire, multi-billionaire. I respect it.
0: <laughs> I respect it too. It's good. Good stuff. So yeah, man. So this dropped in October, like I said, and uh, we're just gonna go track by track here and really talk about mm-hmm. this album. But before I get into that, I just want to kind of know your background with Kanye West. Uh, you know, as an artist, where do you kind of see him in turn, and how have you enjoyed his music to this to this point?
1: I um, well, I I remember the first time I heard Kanye West, it was uh, "Jesus Walk," which was what back in 03 or 04, something like that. So I heard that song, and I was like, "Ooh, this is good stuff." And then after that, I went into his discography, like, throughout the years. Kanye has never dropped a bad album. I I personally, I don't think he's dropped a bad album. I think he's taken a lot of drastic steps that people are not too comfortable with, like Jesus, for example, which is one of my favorite Kanye albums of all time. But um, I think he has, he did the three-peat, the three-class, the classic three-peat, his first three albums. Uh, College dropout registration and late registration. Yep, three classics in a row, and then after that, the albums after weren't really classics, uh, but they were very, very good projects. They were put together exceptionally well, and then we got Yeezus, which kind of like took away from, from, um, I don't know, people who just didn't gravitate towards that album the way I thought they should have. It was very left field, you know what I mean? It was left field.
0: But... When you're thinking about it, it was really experimental, and it, and uh-huh. it gave the way for a lot of experimental hip hop. Like he, he is one of those guys where he was one of the first rappers that really brought in a ton of sample based, you know. Uh-huh. And got like I know this album was is very rooted in gospel sounds and, and influences, and and but he's been doing these types of sounds, you know, since like you said, since Jesus walks, since through, Thrill- yep. since college dropout days, yeah. I mean, This kind of album, I think we've seen coming for a while for Kanye. It Uh, it was
1: inevitable. It was inevitable.
0: Right. Just based on the where like he is with his faith and has been. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, basically his whole, at least we've known his whole career.
1: His whole career. Yeah. Kanye West on every album has always talked about God. Right. Maybe it wasn't like the focal point, the main objective, but God was in every single Kanye West album. And And when you when you look at an album like Jesus, it makes sense he was gonna drop something like this. Yeezus is like his lowest point in terms of his like spirituality. Like he was at such a low point, he literally thought he was God, which is crazy. And now he's like-
0: It was definitely one of his darkest albums. Yes, it was very
1: dark. Very mm-hmm. dark, but you know,
0: in terms, like I said, in terms of sound though, I mean, mm-hmm. he has been super influential throughout his whole career. For and- sure. Yeezus is no different now I'm a little bit different in terms of of your taste I it's funny I do like a lot of the experimental sounds in hip-hop like I'm a huge Denzel Curry fan mm-hmm. I like Tech Mafia, Death Grips all those kind of guys that do a lot of the industrial sounds uh, even though Kanye's was a like the Yeezus was a little bit more rooted in even like some electronic really yeah I, I think that in terms of as a classic i'm not as big of a yeezus guy i do understand it i appreciate it and i and i like some songs off it like blood on the leaves i think is one of his best songs he's ever made just kind of me personally Mm -hmm. but for me kanye's best album is for me it's probably believe it or not is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy i'm a huge fan of that one that in college dropout i usually go back and forth with as like my favorite kanye albums Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any argument really there that that his first three are pretty much classics yeah easily that that trilogy there the college dropout late registration graduation trilogy is Mm -hmm. no question you know one of like i I think when when you came on last time with uh when you actually in studio we talked about kendrick you know we said that too like i think you mentioned that there's really no not many artists that can drop three straight classics absolutely not especially in hip-hop i think Mm kendrick Kendrick and Kanye are maybe the only two that I can think of off the top of my head that have really th- that done that, you know?
1: Yeah, they're, they're the only ones. And it's, and it's, it, it's kind of it's cool that they're the only ones that did it because when you look at them from a spiritual standpoint, they both talk about God on every single album. So I feel like they're just tapped into something that the average artist just isn't tapped into. The average rapper just isn't tapped into. You know what I'm saying? So,
0: I mean, that's I mean, yeah, you hear it, you hear the influence, and Mm -hmm. that like where he is in his life, just as a person, that the direction that he was going to go in in this project, like and like we just said, this is something that I think has been in the works. It was only a matter of time before this album was going to come out. Uh, Right off the bat, though, I think it's really interesting that he decided he wasn't going to use any cursing, no swearing, nothing throughout the whole project. So it really when I heard that before it even came out, I was like, okay, he is like full fledged, like going into this conceptual religion. Oh yeah. Christianity Uh essentially. Uh, And his album opens up with what I think is a pretty fitting opening. I love the keys here on on every hour Sunday service. I think they're super colorful and powerful. And I think the choir just sounds fantastic
1: over. they sound fantastic. It's like the quintessential, like Kanye gospel track. It all came together nicely on here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and even though like Kanye's not really on this, um, and there's not like a, a ton in the way of like lyricism, mm-hmm. uh, like sonically, a nice start. It kind of yeah, exactly an album for what is going to happen for well, what you're going to see for the next you know 27 minutes or so. For sure, I, I actually think, to be honest with you, that um, some of the singers, especially, I mean, I can't obviously I don't know who's who, but um, there are some like crazy pitches that some of them get into, especially in the oh book. yeah, like it's it's kind of like.
1: Yeah, you can you can definitely feel that presence. Like there there's I don't know. When you just when when the choirs are singing, they just sing at there's like a tenor and then there's the bass and then there's like all these different kind of sounds just coming in together and they all like come together like so well. And I don't know, Kanye just figured out a way to get the production to match that aesthetic perfectly. He did. Like he did it perfectly. Really? That's a perfect gospel track.
0: And especially, like, yeah. Especially if that's the really dynamic he's going for, I, I think there was no better start, really, uh, in, in terms of in terms of introductions. Oh and yeah. We get right into Salah. How did you? Oh, feel about, yeah. How did you feel about this track?
1: Um, I really liked it because it was just very grand. It was just very grand, and I just liked the um, the fact that he he was kind of warning people. He's like, "I'm a free man. Like I'm trying to be a free man." Um, I'm trying to help people. I know what I've done in the past. A lot of people weren't in favor of it, but this this is something that was already inside of me. Like it just took some time to come out. Just his like spiritual like upbringing and and like thought process on here. Well, and oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you were going to say. I was, that? I was just going
0: to say like to that point. He references that even later on in in the album yeah. too. So you're absolutely right that that like. He's he almost is questioning not, not not questioning he's almost justifying why he's doing this right yeah so I I think that it's again another good start I like the really lo-fi instrumental mm-hmm. that it starts with but then it has that really like you said that cool build that oh, yeah. becomes very grand and then those banging drums in like the second half of mm-hmm. of the of the song I really enjoy and then there's a ton of just like scripture references here like um to like different verses in the Bible like I really mm-hmm. like grace reference yeah. You know, and I thought that was a clever, clever touch in terms of lyricism.
1: For sure. And he also, like, talked about just Noah, how no one really, like, listened to him when the flood was about to happen. And then, boom, the flood happens. And Kanye is kind of doing the same thing, um, not in terms of, like, a flood, but he's kind of saying, like, you guys kind of need to be on this path because you guys don't want to be lost in this, like, secular world of materialism and all this stuff, which is, like, evident in all the rest of the songs on the project.
0: Yeah, he's like essentially trying to make us all woke. I didn't even think precisely. Was, yeah, and he really kind of like references that a little bit. as mm-hmm. well. uh, Yeah, man, I I think that this song, like, so just for me, just to, for background, I am not super religious by any means. I I do like the sounds of of gospel music. So in terms of like sonically, I think it's one. These two songs have been a great start. But mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not as well. I'm not well versed in the Bible. Uh, I don't go to church. I'm not somebody that like so so some of what he's saying doesn't connect with me and doesn't yeah I get it that I think is is the honestly for me personally it's not it's not a bad thing I don't I don't I just kind of up the gate I don't think this is a bad album by any means but I, I don't this album I don't think was made for for me and that's okay like oh, yeah, I, no, that's
1: perfectly fine
0: yeah there's certainly a place for this album and I think it and, and especially in his life it seems like it's very important but you know I, I don't, I don't catch a lot of those religious, I mean, I, I caught the amazing grace line, but then he, he's referencing a lot of different, you know, biblical scriptures that I'm just not as familiar with, but I can yeah. definitely get down with his, obviously, uh, you know, his message of, you know, all this material shit don't matter. Let's stay woke. So I, I, I really yeah,
1: definitely appreciate that. For sure. Also, this production is like Yeezy inspired, Yeezus inspired. Honestly, yeah, a lot of it is, a lot of it is but especially on this track especially towards the end and there's a little bit of yay in there too with the, with like um it's like that sporadic kind of yelling that he's doing in the back that's yeah. like very reminiscent of what 2018 was it what when Jesus came out? no when yay came out oh when yay came out yeah i feel like he was like um yes i don't know but like he was like i don't know a lot of like religious people would say that in that um part of the track he's speaking in tongues but hey it is what it is that's their interpretation i'm not too sure i just think he's kind of just releasing some sort of like energy out there but hey
0: yeah no i i totally agree and i i think that it's again it's a, in you're, you're saying that he's used some references towards his last albums he actually even uses some of the same samples that he's using in in, in uh, past albums like for example on the next track follow god mm-hmm. i love that he uses the father stretch my hand sample oh yeah pablo but and he does do this on a couple times within the album but just this kind of speaks to kanye's creative genius in a sense where mm-hmm. take that sample and make a completely new song with it
1: yep completely different track um this is definitely one of my favorite tracks on the on the project it's not my favorite but it's definitely one of my favorites only because of that sample primarily because of the sample and also he's like talking about oh there's like this recurring, um, saying where he's like, Christ, like Christ, like, Oh, you're, you're, you're yelling at your father. That's not Christ. Like, um, yeah, I, I don't Christ. think he's, yeah, I don't think he's literally talking about his father. I think he's talking about like father God mm-hmm. and he's doing something that's not Christ. Like. And throughout this whole album, um, Kanye's trying to figure out a way to be Christ. Like, you know, by releasing all the material and focusing on things that are, that are um, not of the world, but things that are conducive to like his spirituality. You know what I'm
0: saying? Oh, I do. Yeah, and to be honest, I think this is actually my favorite uh, song on this album. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. Okay. I think he's in his pocket here, just in terms of a song. Like, not to even like, I, I'm so glad that you just got into like kind of the nitty gritty details of of the meaning of the song. I think just sonically in general, bangs. Mm-hmm. I love it that. Does. I love it does. And I think he's
1: just in his pocket like the whole time when he's spits Yep, he's spitting for real, yeah, and he's... it's super minimal. But that's what makes it good. Like it's it's a very minimal beat. Yep. But it's all about the the lyrics on here for Kanye.
0: Yeah, this is one of his best flows on the whole album. Oh,
1: easily, easily.
0: Yeah. So this is I, I like you said I think there's there's just like a lot of I mean he even references like his mistakes on the song about like getting like him getting too angry on Twitter and things like that and sort of mm-hmm. have, sit back and you know question some of the people you know the decisions, decisions he's making and the people around him and he realizes that every time he goes back to his faith he kind of like res- it almost resets him in a Resets way. yeah definitely. So it's, it's it's really I thought this was like a highlight for me in terms of the album and it's had a great start to this point. For me. Mm-hmm. Close on Sunday. My <laughs> Chick-fil-a.
1: Um, when I first heard this track I mean, that that's kind of corny. It's kind of corny to say it like that. But I, I get what he means. I get what he's trying to say. You know what I mean? Especially with the spiritual, like, ambiance of the whole project. So it's like closed on Sunday is, um, you know, on the on the seventh day, God rested. Right? Yeah.
0: Well, dude, even when, so when our parents were, I mean, my mom talks about this constantly. Like, when our parents yeah. were young, like, everything was closed on Sunday. hmm thing like well, he's kind of almost referencing like another time where like people actually were like slowed down a little bit and life wasn't so fucking fast as it always uh, yep is these days so i like that sentiment but i'm not gonna lie to you i i had a little project at the end of 2019 beginning of 2020 that i was gonna do i was uh i was compiling some of the wor- what i thought were the worst songs of
1: 2019
0: oh. this was like was
1: on sunday made it. Mm-hmm.
0: I never released it as like an actual episode or anything like that. Or mm-hmm. never kind of fleshed out the idea, but I had a list going and this was like on that list. It was in like the top 20 and specifically for the, not only the Chick-fil-A line, but this is one of the parts of the album where, and this is again, another cri- just critique I have of the project where mm-hmm. it gets a little, not only preachy, but vague in his explanation as to why he's being so preachy like he, he continues to say god is so great and god's done all these things for me and and, and and jesus and and if you pray in jesus and you know you'll find this kind of you know uh you know peace and things like that and and, and listen i get it but i i don't somebody that's not religious they're not going to take this song and really have not only not going to have much to do with it it just it doesn't really explain itself, and I feel like he has a hard time really getting into some nitty gritty like detail a lot of times in this. Yeah, that So
1: yeah, that is true. It, he does come off a little preachy for sure, but I can also see the other side because um someone who is spiritual when they hear this song they're like oh on the seventh day okay God rested Chick Fil A's closed on the seventh day the CEO of Chick Fil A's Christian so because of his faith the whole establishment is gonna be closed on Sunday and. And everyone is supposed to, you know, give that day up to the most high, 100%. And it's like, when you look at the world that we live in, on Sundays is usually when people make the most money. Right. So it's like, it's like, people are kind of fighting material and faith. There's like a, there's like a, like a duality or duality there. That's like, um, like, should I stick with the faith or should I go get this money? You know what I mean? But, hey.
0: No, and and like I said, I understand, you know that like if, if somebody is religious and it's in particular uh, like a, a Christian, all these songs are gonna probably hit you somewhere and and oh, yeah. connect with you. You know what I'm saying? But just from an outside, like I'm more of an outside looking in perspective on this one, and. This song particularly, and there's a couple other songs where I think this happens too, but it just, it comes off in places very preachy. And then, and like I said, I'm not necessarily against that, but if you can actually back it up with some lyricism that is strong and I can yeah. like, understand where you're coming from. I, I, I don't feel like I get that a ton with Kanye here. And, and that's a little bit disappointing because he's done such a good job of telling us how he feels in True. other even on albums that I didn't care about as much, like True. Yeah, mm-hmm. that way better. Right. Oh yeah. It showed me what bipolar, how it being bipolar is on that. album. Mm-hmm. I felt that, You know what yep. I mean? This, I think this album works would or would work super well. in, in a church or in a sermon, uh, you know, it, 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 you don't have to think about a lot of the lyricism. If you're already bought into Christianity, I think this whole album works for you. just in terms oh, yeah. of, of the connection part. So that's where it, it, this album starts to lose me just a little bit. And even vocally, I don't really like how whiny he sounds on this song. It's just this wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, mm.
1: like <laughs> no, nah, I feel it. I feel it.
0: On But another time he uses another sample, kind of going back to one of my other points from earlier, uh, is this next track, On God, where he uses that OK, OK, like Lamborghini Mercy sample. There. Yeah. I like the in, uh, inclusion of that a mm.
1: ton. Go ahead.
0: No, oh, I was just gonna say this song. This song had a ton of Yeezus inflections.
1: Oh, for sure. Oh yes. This was definitely my favorite track on the whole project because, and it was mainly because of the production. And I just like the fact that Pierre Bourne was added on there, and Pierre Bourne did his—he did his thing on there. Um, Pierre um sound is is focused. Um, uh, he focuses heavily on his hi hats, and the hi hats on here are perfect. And just in terms of rap and hip hop, this was a great rap and hip hop beat.
0: Yeah, the beat's cool. I, I, I do mm-hmm. know that, again, his bars are a little weak in places. And, again, it gets off a little preachy. Like, lines, for example, like, I bleached my hair every time I could have died. Like,
1: you know what? I honestly, I, I remember when I was younger and I would see Kanye West bleaching his hair. I'm like, why is this guy always changing his hair? Like, what's wrong with him? Clearly something is going on. And then we get this album, and he explains it to he explains it to us. So when he explained it, and I heard it for the first time, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy was going through a lot during this time." So clearly, he was like trying to like change up his identity or whatever the hell he was doing, you know?
0: But, okay. When you put it that way, it makes sense. I just I didn't like understand the, the the context of it quite because I think that when I first like I said when I when I'm to this album and I hear bars like that, I'm just kind of like, it, it comes off a little corny to me. Like I'm just kind of. Nah, like,
1: I get it. I get it. I also like the fact that he's like putting everything on God, right? He's putting everything on God. Everything that's happening on God is like, like, um, like on my, on my, on my mom, on my auntie, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, he's like putting it all on God. And then towards the end, he kind of comes back to his typical, like human nature. And he's like saying, I, I, I need to do this for my family. I, the, um, the IRS when our, our 50% plus the tithe so he's connecting it back to the church and he's talking about this is why I charge a premium price for for my products because I have to take care of my family I I I when in the previous track he was like talking about um well not on the previous track but on the next track it's like just in terms of um you know like he's talking about I putting everything on myself when in reality he kind of just needs to put everything on God anyway. It's right. not, it's not dependent on you. It's on God. Like, but.
0: No, I, to be honest with you, I, I like that part. I like the moments on this album where I think it works a little better is when he relates it more to himself. And he does that in some other songs in the, in the later uh, half of this album too. But when he, when he really gets into the, you know, the detail of what God means to him, Mm-hmm. I can I can get down with that, and I can be like, okay, this and, and the explanation of it makes a little bit more sense. But in terms of some of the preachier, like I mean, mean again, this song wasn't as preachy as uh as closed on Sunday and some other tracks later on in the listing. But uh yeah, I agree with you. I think the the sound of it is is very hip hop, mm-hmm. yet still has like the the synth is still light enough though that it it, it really could. Work in terms, it almost sounds like a uh, like an almost like it has like an accordion sound, yes,
1: it does. Mm-hmm.
0: That that could work in uh, like a gospel setting, so it could, it could,
1: honestly, it really could.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll give it this this album is very cohesive. That's, that's oh, from top to bottom, easily, easily. Dude, a next highlight for me, can we just talk about how perfect Ty Dollar sign is?
1: Not so He's a cheat code, man. That guy is a cheat code. Oh my gosh, those yeah. vocals are luscious. They're um,
0: <laughs> his voice is perfect for gospel, man, and I, it really is. He, the harmonies that he was singing with some of the some of the atmospheric keys that were used.
1: Oh my, it was.
0: What this song, bro?
1: Every, um, the second I heard this track, I was like, Oh my gosh, Ty Dolla Sign is killing this right now. Unbelievable. This is definitely a standout on here again. Easily a standout.
0: And Ty Dolla $ign has a lot to do with it. I mean, not all of it, but he does have a ton to do with it here. Just his addition on the song alone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a level that is much needed in the track listing, That even though it's only a half an hour long, hearing you know Ty Dolla $ign come in at this point, it almost re-energizes and refreshes you a little bit.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So for me, yeah, a highlight absolutely – and I, and I think that the sentiment on this song is way better, and this oh is, much
1: better, much
0: I'm better. Being thankful for what you have, mm-hmm. things like that. So I when like I said, when Kanye is really focused on himself and how his faith has encouraged and helped his him, himself and his psyche, I like that a lot better. And this track is, is a, just a great example of that. It's super for special.
1: sure. Yeah, the content on here too just fits the overall. Um, like um, objective of the album, and I like the fact that he talks about Eve and the and the issue with being duped by the serpent. Because the the story of Adam and Eve is pretty much you know Eve was duped pretty much. Um, they had all the stuff, they had everything. They just had to stay away from one tree. They had everything. The one tree that they had to stay away from is the one that they ate from, and unfortunately, that led to in, in terms of the Bible, what humans deal with now instead of like lack of content, more, more, more materialism, all that stuff, right on there.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that that sentiment is a very important one and very like that. That came out in this song and it, and it became relatable in real life where anybody could use it. You don't, you oh, know. yeah,
1: you don't have no, not at
0: all use that sentiment so these are moments on this album to for me that i'm like okay yes kanye like you're Uh you're hitting it in the way that you need to that it's accessible to all yes that's that's really i think huge for this particular reason why i love this song so a huge highlight oh yeah water
1: water
0: dude this like almost like a g-funk swang to it in a, in a sense like it was it, a little bit a little bit a little bit it was very it had that bounce yeah it
1: had a little bounce to it yeah, yeah. It's, it has a funky groove to it it does have a funky groove i definitely like this track for sure i think i the, definitely like the track
0: i think the blend of the choir like on the hook mm-hmm. is very beautiful like it's it's relaxing uh i think this song is really good until unfortunately the where kanye's like oh. repetition it, it's, it's just each uh, year. It's just kind of like it. Just it's.
1: Repetitive. Oh, I, I get it. I I I get it.
0: I wish he gave me like a legit like some kind of verse that was a little bit more dynamic. You know what I mean? Because I I, yeah. I love every other part of this song. I really do. Yeah, uh, but that part just kind of like,
1: like. You're talking about the part where he's like sending out the prayer. Yeah. Um, I I kind of appreciate that part. I, I okay. I can definitely appreciate because. He's like trying to send out a prayer, especially coming from the song Everything We Need where he, where there was a lack of content. And then he's kind of like coming back to his senses and he's like praying for everybody. And also water is a major theme, major theme, major theme in this track, not only because of the name, just because of what water stands for in terms of like the spiritual sense. Because water can be destruction and it could be peace. You know what I'm saying? We see water, it's like prominent in a lot of, of Kendrick Lamar's music, On Damn, on Good Kid, Mad City, The Sinner's Prayer, you know what I'm saying? That's all that, that water theme is, is in there. And I, I can definitely appreciate it because, you know, especially with what Connie has been through and previous songs on this project where he's talking about Noah's Ark, That's a, that's another water theme right there. And that was destruction. And then like coming at peace, Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City changing their lives around through water, through baptism. All that stuff I think is pretty cool. I like how he's able to tie it all together like that.
0: You're absolutely right. Water has been a huge theme in not only just religions, but also, like you said, like it can be used in a a ton of ways in terms of uh, like uh, thematic, especially, I mean, even a guy like Mick Jenkins, for example, he did a Mm -hmm. whole new on it for Christ's sakes. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Significance of water. Yep and what it could potentially represent i mean i won't go down that rabbit hole for mick jenkins but i I, in terms of like you said the the actual sort of um metaphor he's using in terms of water here i yeah i think it's it's a good one i i I don't i don't see it as anything negative or anything like that i just i don't like the way he delivers because it's i mean i can do that at first because it's just a little like it it comes off as like a a sermon or
1: yeah i feel you i feel you
0: doesn't do it for me personally so the sound is there though i think the sound
1: definitely uh
0: and then god is is the next track which has a little bit more of like a 90s soul type sample to it um and again this is another track that he focuses more like on himself he talks about like the Mm -hmm. things that god has done for him in his life and so that's why again this is another song that I, i like a lot because for that not only that reason uh but of course the sonic appeal of it as well uh you know i think i like the really a lot of the i think he's the one of the most emotional that he uh, on this particular song
1: oh yeah he's like super emotional on here um there's absolutely zero auto-tune on his voice i i can i think there's no auto-tune on there because everything that he's saying is like coming it's literally from the heart he's like showing love and like adoration to like who god is and stuff like that
0: right right no i agree and then if like, and again, I, I hate to be a broken record, but, no. but it's all
1: good. It's all good.
0: if again, if I heard this, if I was, if I was religious and I hurt and I was a Christian and I heard this in a, in a, in a church, I'd be pretty down for it. Mm-hmm. When I'm, again, an outside looking in perspective, certain bars get a little bit blurry for me. And I don't understand, like I, I'm, I'm kind of more worried about his intent than anything, because, you know, he says things like worship Christ with all of your portions you won't ever be the same when you call on Jesus' name like he he seems like he is really trying to convince the listener here that that this is like the best way to think or like this is the this is what you mm-hmm. should do really yeah. I don't know if I am all the way down with that but like I said on the flip side if you are this is going to be like a, a, yes praise the lord like this is like <laughs> Yeah. Like absolutely in agreement with it, 100%. So, again, it, it depends upon what angle you come from with a song. For sure. Again I, I, again, I hate sounding like a broken record, but a lot of the things that I like about this album are the, are the places where he talks more about himself and how his faith has reflected himself. So that's where, where I like it better than the places it sounds
1: preachy. For sure. But the thing is, when you're, looking, when you're looking at spirituality, at the end of the day, I like what Kanye's doing because he's not focusing on himself. And I think that's the whole point.
0: Okay, I like that. You no, know,
1: you know what I'm saying? He's not really focusing on himself because he's focused on the bigger picture. He has a family now. He, he realizes his influence, you know what I'm saying? Um, and there are, there are tracks on here where he's talking about his past life, the past music that he's made, where he's not really happy about it, but hey, that's somewhere, that, that's like, that, that was a part of him. He, he's been there, done that. And now he's like trying to look for something bigger than himself, essentially, instead of calling himself God on eases, he's kind of like, you know, coming to his senses and he's like, kind of like um, just stepping back and reevaluating what he's done, his situation. But.
0: Yeah, no. And I think that that, that makes, makes a ton of sense in terms of, uh, I didn't really like, like look at it that way. So I'm actually glad you brought that up because in, it would it would it might come off a little bit narcissistic if it was all about himself so, yeah and i think he'd be you know I, I think that he's right i think in the next song he says this um that he'd be basically like uh critiqued either way or uh pretty much that regardless of what he does like uh he says like uh in the song hands on
1: mm-hmm. he's like,
0: I like when um or no he says that uh christians are going to be the first to judge him to judge him like this so I feel like if you're looking at it from the other perspective as well that uh, either way if he were to talk just only about himself he'd get you know he'd be criticized for that if he didn't talk enough about himself like I'm saying he's gonna get criticized for that I feel like he's saying any way he goes
1: he's gonna get criticized he's gonna get some sort of scrutiny and it's like He's not talking about himself. If he talks about himself, then he's prideful. Then he's arrogant. Then he's regular Kanye. If he talks about, you know, his faith, then he's kind of like doing it for some sort of recognition and, and adoration, which I don't think he is because God has been in all his music since day one. So. Yeah.
0: No, I I totally think that this is uh, this is real. I, I don't I don't think he's doing this to be you know, just as like an idea for an album and then he's going to be done with it. Like you've been, he's talked about his faith, like you said, since 2003, but more so in the last few years, he's been very focused on it and talked about it a lot more uh, in in terms of not only the media, but his own music. So, you know, this is, this was not out of left field. I, I certainly don't think that this is like in, uh, this is certainly a genuine like album. I don't, I don't for a second think that it's not genuine, Um, but yeah, I, 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 this song hands on with Fred Hammond kind of is a response to like what people might say
1: about him making an album like this. Yeah, exactly. And I I think it's, I'm glad that he does. Yeah. And when, when, um, when, when this album dropped initially, Everyone was like, "Oh my God, Kanye's a fake Christian." Blah blah, blah, all this stuff. I remember seeing all that stuff on social media. I remember seeing it all through YouTube videos. At the end of the day, when you're a Christian, the people that he's seeing that are gonna, you know, be hypocrites to him, like Christians, if if someone has the slightest inclination to some sort of spiritual like recognition or awakening. As a Christian, the only thing you should be worried about is praying for them. That, And I think that's why the song is called Hands On. It's like, and when you put your hands on somebody um, spiritually or religiously, you're like praying for them. You pray right. for them. Right. That's that's literally all Connie's saying. Yeah, the Christians are going to be the first ones to, you know, scrutinize him. But at the end of the day, as a Christian, you got to take the higher road and you just have to pray for me. Because for the just for the simple fact that I'm on this track anyway, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And then I think he has a phenomenal ending here.
1: With oh, his, yes. This gospel. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Use this gospel is amazing. Oh, it's... No, no malice. No malice and Pusha T.
0: How great is it that he got the clips back for this song, huh?
1: He got the clips back for this song. So good. It's so good. I really like Pusha T's... Um, Pusha T's verse on this because Pusha T acknowledges that he's on the other side. He realizes that he's crooked as Vegas. He real he realizes that he's fashionably late. And the fashionably late part, um, I was I was reading it or and I was listening to something and about the the clips and you know they you know sold drugs and you know I'll cocaine and all been that
0: and on that yeah he's, yeah. he's been pushing. Even,
1: co- even with Malice, at the time his name was Malice, and Malice is just like ill intent, like evil intent. And, it's, and there was this one time Malice was on a plane, and Pusha T, he's usually like punctual. But, but there was this one time, b- well, before, um, while no Malice was on the plane, he was waiting for Pusha T. Pusha T is usually punctual. Pusha T came on the plane one minute before it left. And during that time, Malice was like, he had like crazy anxiety. He was like, oh my gosh, the game, meaning like the drugs and that lifestyle that they were living kind of caught up to him. So he thought that Pushy T got raided and like, you know, they came for him and they took him away. And, and ever since that day, Malice was no Malice. He changed his name. And then he kind of changed his, his path to changed his route. I even checked up his uh, more recent music and he's like really talking about God christianity and like spirituality
0: that's interesting that they both have that duality in this song yeah
1: i like it though i like it
0: i do too i, I think it was a great sort of depiction of like almost the the devil and angel on your shoulder and yep. yeah you know what I mean?
1: precisely yeah
0: yeah and kanye is kind of in that middle ground where he's like you know use this like essentially use this gospel to be you know a better person and things like that use that mm-hmm. as your gospel uh you know, and this actually—so this one sounds like straight, like it's off Jesus as well. I think the yeah, super dope. I like the wavy vocal effects that are that are put on, blood mm-hmm. on the leaves-esque in that in that regard.
1: Yep, very I, dark atmosphere
0: for sure. Love the melody as well, but I need to talk about the ending of this song. <sighs> this is where it hits me home, bro, and this is where like th- it, it ends on such a high note for me. And gives me such nostalgia that it is it's amazing. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I hear this sax at the end of the song, and immediately I was like, Kenny G. And then I look at the track. Wow. So my mom used to play Kenny G constantly in the house when I was wow. growing up. Yeah. Was like, it, it, I'm not kidding. Like, holiday season, Kenny G was on. Dinner time, Kenny G's on cleaning the house Kenny G like he was a guy that was constantly on so when I heard his sax I mean his like him his sax playing is so recognizable to me at this point and I, I think just in general it's 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 recognizable if you've heard Kenny G in the past but heard it right away and I was like
1: bruh wow that that's awesome that you're able to like just make that connection so quickly because when I first heard the sax I was like ooh, this is nice but I I didn't know who Kenny G was Dude, I Ken- just never grew up on him or anything like that. I had no clue. But I was like, this is a beautiful solo right here.
0: Kenny G and Luther Vandross, bro. That's who I, those are two guys. Mm-hmm. I like, my mom played constantly in the house. Wow.
1: Now that's dope. That's dope.
0: I, it's crazy because I haven't heard a lot of Kenny G in like years. Like years I'm talking about. And then when I heard it immediately, I was like, no fucking way. You got to yeah. on this shit. Like, yeah, like, that's
1: dope. It was cemented in you from the start. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, man, I was so pumped. That was like the highlight for me uh, on, the, on the album. I think, I think "Follow uh, God" was maybe like my favorite song. This was probably like neck and neck with it. But in certain terms, of my favorite moment on the album. I mean, the Kenny G sax with ease is 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 it for me. So, yeah. nope. Right. And uh, yeah, and then Jesus is Lord. I mean, the cool outro. The trumpets are dope. I. It's a quick little. Just I think again, it, it fits
1: well with the. It, it gives it a um, really really kind of nice closing yeah it does give it a nice closing yeah for sure and on during the whole project i feel like kanye did kind of tackle a few of the deadly sins on here like pride like greed he he tackled that throughout this project and towards the end he finally comes to his his senses and accepts jesus as lord and that's like uh, the typical thing christians do before they get baptized so he's like it all came in full circle
0: yeah yeah i think overall this album like you're saying it it does tell a story i think it tells a story a lot of you know where Kanye is now not only in his life but how he's used you know christianity and his faith to just kind of raise his himself spiritually and i think overall uh the album is telling with for all of that and I I can appreciate that this is where he's at in his life. It feels genuine to me. And Uh is it my favorite Kanye album? I I, I can't say that it is only for the reason that there are other albums that he's put out to me personally that I've just connected with more and like better. But there there are good quality songs on this album. Uh, If you're somebody that is, you know, a a Christian or if you're, you know, of, of, you know, uh, Catholic faith or anything, anything like that you're gonna probably really enjoy this and you'll, you'll probably get more out of it than say somebody like me. But sonically, it's, it's a nice listen. Do I come back? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, Have I found myself coming back to it a ton? Definitely not. But again, I will say, out of in closing, I'm so happy that he was able to put out something that he truly wanted and something that was reflective of where he is in his life now. And he's, and he's done this before with, with 808s and heartbreak, for example. Yeah, definitely this is not out of his wheelhouse to be doing this you know talking about things and that are happening on in his life right now where he feels like he is so yeah I it it, it can come off a little pompous in ways but it's Kanye so like it's Kanye yeah what it is and yeah man I I sonically for the most part really enjoyed it
1: like yeah it is very um it, it is like indicative of his like position right now and it's for me, it's, it's very genuine. It's not Chance the Rapper. It's not Big Day. <laughs> it is not Big Day. No. You know, I feel like Big Day was kind of forced. It felt forced. There were good tracks on that project, but it felt forced. At least this project, there's a story. Not a lot of the, um, you know, ideas are fully fleshed out. It's a 30 minute project. Right. They're not all fully fleshed out, but in terms of instrumentation, cohesion, production co cohesiveness it's there there is a theme there and everything kind of there's a beginning there's a middle and there's an end and right. I think it's pretty distinct on this project for yeah. sure
0: yeah no totally I think sonically I like it a little better than I do yay but oh okay. yeah one of his last projects but on the flip side of it I think topically and and thematically I actually like yay a little better so I mean it's a mm-hmm. little bit better, but you know this is not whack music by any stretch. And not at all. Not at all. And there's a lot of quality stuff here. What were some of, like, if you were to pick maybe three to, three to four favorite tracks off, off this album?
1: Uh, on, I'm definitely going on God. On God? On God. Everything we need is fire. Everything we need, yep. And I really, it's like a tie between hands-on and use this gospel. But I'll probably go hands-on. Okay, okay. I'll probably go hands-on.
0: I'm going to go with Use This Gospel, Follow God, and then probably God Is just for mm-hmm. not appeal to appeal that that song. So yeah. that's probably my three that I'll take away from this and really. Okay. Those are, those are definitely my, my, re, my replayables for sure. Yeah. So Kanye West, Jesus is King. What do you, what do you want from Kanye uh, next?
1: Where would you like to see him go next? Where would I like to see him go? Hmm from here, i definitely want to see him just dabble with a with some different genres for sure like it would be great to get some alternative music from kanye you know what i'm saying he's kind of done it in the past but it was still in that hip-hop mold yes but if he would if he's able to just like break out completely and go like alternative alternative like um the way tyler the creator went with igor something in that realm you know what i mean something Uh, just next level different that nobody's really done before. exactly exactly and i think kanye is he's more than capable more than capable of doing it
0: he has the past people questioned him when he released 808 808s and heartbreaks and look what that happened amazing that that album not only was it amazing like just in terms of everything about it but how influential it was in terms of sound for hip-hop for the next like Mm -hmm. years after that and same thing with yeezus exactly it's same thing with college dropout right when that released graduation, another one, right? Yeah. Graduation. The sound of that was so of that time. Yeah. And, in in kind of fit that pocket norm, and, and really pushed, uh, you know, that sound further. And during, you know, like the Oh six, you know, for uh, sure. Brand. So, yeah, I mean, Kanye has done this in the past. I, I guess I'm going to agree with you here too. And, and say that I hope he does something just a little bit different than what he's done in the past. And um, uh, you know, I think conceptually, if he, I mean, I, I'm fine with him putting in like religious aspects and things like that. Oh yeah, I was
1: gonna say that too. He has to touch up on some 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 like spiritual topics for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um but yeah, I mean, Jesus is King. Solid album from Kanye. Looking forward Solid. to what next
1: for and, sure. Cool. Good shit. Yes, dude. This is great, yo. This Doom Call is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's dope.
0: Well, we got a few coming up next. Mm-hmm. Uh, our next one. So uh, which 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 one would you like to
1: do next? Dude, I was I'm like stuck because I really wanna give I really wanna um listen to to some cuddy, bro, cause cuddy's about to drop, man.
0: Let's do a classic review next. Let's do
1: a classic review. I was thinking um um either Indicud, Man on the Moon or satellite flight. I don't know. What do you think?
0: I want to do, let's go, let's go man on the moon. Man like, on
1: the moon. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, Cause I think it'd be cool like to kind of see where like his sound started. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, and that's actually for me, like a, a pivotal album for me. So I can't wait to kind of just like talk about. Oh that. yeah.
1: I cannot wait for that one. I love yes. that album.
0: Okay. So let's do, so coming up next, we got kid Cuddy man on the moon. The first one for next week. Odin's and I will be back together reviewing that, and we have a few more albums and surprises for you guys after that review as well. But you know, obviously, this has been a lot of fun. If you enjoyed this and you are a fan of ours and you haven't subscribed to Odin's yet, please do that. Odin's TV on YouTube, Odin's underscore on Instagram. So make sure you check him out. And if you are a fan of Odin's and you're not a fan of us, well, like, get with the crew, man. You know, <laughs> oh yeah, on it. turntable definitely. TV. You know what I mean? So make sure you guys subscribe to us as well, and stay tuned for the next few episodes with Odin's. And I, uh, man, I really appreciate this. It's been a lot of fun. I can't wait to do the next couple, man.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. All right.
0: Well, I'm Mike. This is Odin's. This is "Jesus Is King" by Kanye West, and class is dismissed.
1: (laughs) Angels, <laughs> angels, angels.